This is Savannah and Allison with Grace-Filled Chatter, where we talk about honoring God with our life, love, work, and relationships. Join us every other week for a little bit of wisdom and a lot of laughter. Hello, hello. Hi, guys. Savannah, what's Brightest Party Week? So, I started playing Christmas music two days ago. <laughs> you joined the group. <laughs> I've been listening for a few weeks now. It's pretty great. It's wonderful. (laughs) What's yours? Uh, It's definitely a bright part of the week, but I've been doing it for a while, so I won't pick that one. It's all fine. It's all fine. (laughs) I will say the last two days I've gotten to see my nieces a whole lot, and they just pick my mood up. It doesn't matter how stressed I am or overwhelmed with work. When they run up to you and wrap their arms around you and are so excited to see you, it's like... Uh, best thing ever. <laughs> Life is crazy, and then you have the little ones that love you. It does, and nieces are great because they're there, and you can play with them. And then when you want to go home to the quiet house, you can. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I love that part. <laughs> it's like best friends' kids, right? Right. Because I don't have nieces or nephews, but I've got some best friends' kids, and it's the same. It's true. You can go get baby cuddles, and then when you're done, you're done. You can say bye bye. <laughs> So today we're going to have an all things Christmas episode. My favorite. Ironic that you're already listening to Christmas music. I love it. Christmas is my favorite. Me too. And I'm so ready. Like the day after Halloween, November 1st. It's like I am ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. The pumpkins have been removed from my home. The Christmas decorations will come out soon. I support that. And I'll probably get a Christmas tree as soon as I can because I'm like ready to decorate it. I got some new ribbon that's going on this year. It's already ordered. Ooh, shocker. <laughs> I just don't have a tree. I just have a tree. Because the tree farms aren't open yet. You can go to mom and dad's house. and get you one. All right. All right. You just show up. Be like, okay, I got you get one. Okay, I would like a small <laughs> tree, please. You're like, okay, which one do you want, honey? Okay. <laughs> we'll have to make that happen. Okay, what are we doing? Okay. Christmas. First off, Christmas trivia. La, 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 la. Do you okay. want to ask a question first or answer a question first? I will ask it first. <laughs> okay. Darn, because I don't know the first one. <laughs> Me either. Good. <clears throat> Bonus points for anyone that does. For real. If you know this, I will be very impressed. <laughs> How do you say Merry Christmas in Finnish? I don't, I don't even have a guess. I don't even know what Finnish. I don't even know. Where's that from? Finland? That I guess, Finnish? right? Finland. Okay. Pull it up. What's our answer? Read it out. Don't look at the other answer. I don't know how to do that. <gasps> this is going to be hard. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Don't cheat. How do I do this? Number one. Where's number one? Where's that? Oh, 14. 14. One. Where's one? They're all mixed up. <laughs> this is a horrible plan. This is a horrible plan. Okay, how about we Google it? That way we don't look at the answers. Okay. I just don't know. I'm afraid to do it and see all the answers. <laughs> I, I don't even know where number one is. Uh, oh. Is that good? There you go, everyone. <laughs> that was great. Thanks. I wouldn't know how to say it. Okay. Oh, this one's easy. This is Dumb. Who picked out this trivia game? You did. It's definitely me. You dummy. Which gospel tells the story of Jesus' birth? Away in a manger. Is that right? No, which gospel? Oh, wait, what is it? Which, which gospel? Gospels? Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John? Oh. Well, technically, they all do. Why are they? No, only one tells the whole Christmas story. It is. Luke. That's what I thought it was. But what I can't see the answer either without looking at all the other ones. So we're just going to Google this whole Sorry, trivia. I wanted to give everyone a song. <laughs> I thought we were saying what song tells the story Please of Jesus' Please sing birth. the song that tells the story <laughs> of Christmas's birth, Savannah. Go. Christmas's birth. <laughs> Away. I'm sick. I can't sing. I'm done. done Me too. We apologize. We both have <clears> rough <throat> sick We voices. both sound like we are dying, but we are not. 
Okay, the New Testament contains two Christmas stories. They appear in Matthew 1 through 2 and Luke 1 through 2. But I think Luke's the one that people consider having the full details. We're going to pick Luke. Luke, final answer. Luke. Correct answer. All right, your turn. Okay. We can't tell you the actual answers on this because we're going to cheat. We'll go through them afterward. We have to take the sticky note. Who helps Santa Claus in making his gifts? Elves? I think that's right. I'm not going to look. We'll double check it in there. Okay. Where is the Christmas Island located? I will also Google this one. I know where Easter Island is. Where's Christmas Island? I didn't even know there was a Christmas Island. Me either. I think there's like a song about a Christmas Island. Can you sing that for us? Malikaliki Maka <laughs> is the play. Da, da. Is that it? That was good. Thank you. <laughs> like, I couldn't remember it and then all of a sudden came to me. That's uh, Hawaii, isn't it? Yeah, maybe that's Merry Christmas in Hawaii. Christmas Island, officially the territory of Christmas Island, is an Australian external territory. I knew it. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're like my niece. She cheats to win every Which single one? game. No, no, that's what I said. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's not even close to what answer Evie. you gave. Yes. Cheater. I She's like her. A, she hates losing. Okay. All right, my Number turn. five, your turn. What Christmas beverage is known as milk punch? Is that eggnog? I guess. Sounds disgusting. I hate eggnog. I do too. Okay. Which Christmas word means turning of the sun? <laughs> turning of the sun. Think about it. I'll Google it. See if you can come up with anything. Do you know the answer? No. Turning. What Christmas I didn't look at the answers this word time. means turning of the sun. Uh, <laughs> Noel. <laughs> I doubt that's right. That's definitely not right, y'all. Oh, that was like it literally popped up on Google before I typed it all. What is it? The Yuletide. Yuletide. Well, that makes sense. turning of the sun. It does that make does. sense. So we both suck at this right. so far. We're just doing good. This. All right. How many reindeer drive... Oh, wait. It's my turn. Your turn. <clears throat> How many reindeer drive Santa Claus's sleigh? Um, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, Rudolph? Yeah. So what's that? So eight? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Look at a minute. <clears throat> Let's see. How many reindeer does Santa have? Eight reindeer. Pretty uh, winning. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> we should record that and play it every time you can answer it. Winning. <laughs> I love it. Where did Mary and Joseph go after leaving Bethlehem? Egypt. That's what I think is the right answer. Winning. Okay. Okay. Nine. Your turn. Nine. Which U.S. city banned Christmas in 1659? I think Chicago. That, sounds like a great answer. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Banned Christmas. 1659. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Puritans of New England. Blah blah blah. Massachusetts law. Oh, I should have picked an older city. Uh, you should have. Massachusetts. It's like not, there's not a city. Oh, I should put city that banned Christmas. <laughs> that would help, probably. Yeah, sure would. Sure would. Boston. Boston. Oh, yeah, that's that's an old city. I should have picked. We should have picked Chicago's that. Chicago's too new. All right. It's just true. It's true. Um, which store sold the first pre-lit Christmas trees? <laughs> Hello. Which store sold the first pre-lit Christmas trees? 
a Christmas store. I would feel like Sears is the, a good choice because that's Sears, the, like one of the oldest stores in America, I think Sears America, is a good option. Right? Sears or Belk. That's another one they used to send out the catalog and people yeah. would like pre-order their homes. You used to have a Sears here. Did you know that? The you Sears remember catalog? that? Yeah, I yeah. do remember that. That was a long time ago. Let's see. What's the answer? My typing has gotten very bad, everybody. I, I always hit a period. Well... Target stores sold the no. first pre-lit Christmas trees. <laughs> Mine says Bodo Company. Let's wait and read the answer. What they picked as the first one. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. Eleven. <clears throat> <clears throat> Who was the king of Judea when Jesus was born? Um, was it Herod? Or was Herod the king of somewhere else? No, Herod was a king in the Christmas tree. He was a king. Maybe it was Herod. Because isn't he the one that said, let's kill all the babies? Yeah. I think it was King Herod. Okay, we'll look at that. Okay. We have two more questions. Okay. Which author wrote the book A Christmas Carol? Uh, Charles Dickens. Winning! Good job. Thank you. So I knew that one. For I knowing know. a book answer. Good Thank you, everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me know if you know this. What is the Chinese Santa Claus called? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know what to say without making it make sound inappropriate. I know. I don't want to sound thing. unintentionally racist. So I'm just gonna not. I'm not gonna guess. Okay. Well. Okay. What's the next one? Who commissioned the first Christmas cards? Hallmark. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good guess. Okay. I'm thinking like a president or something to send oh. them out, maybe. But I don't know which president. Uh, okay. George Washington. The first That's one. That's the last question. Okay. Who originally sang, Here Comes Santa Claus? Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus thing. Frank Sinatra. Beautiful. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent guess. I'm sure it's not him. I have no idea. All right. Did you Google? Are we on the last one? Yeah, that was the last one. All right. Let's see. Number one. How do you say Merry Christmas in Finnish? Finnish. Oh, but you read that one so Hivashula. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Number two, Luke and Matthew. Oh. So we were right. Okay, it was both. Who helped Santa Claus make the gifts? Elves. Yes. Where is the Christmas island located? Indian Ocean. Indian Ocean. Which Australia. is still Australia. Fine. Okay. What Christmas beverage is known as milk punch? Eggnog. Yes, winning. So good. Which Christmas word means turning of the sun? We're number six. Yeah, all these on it's the bottom. It's here. 15, 2, 3, 7, 10. Oh. Well, it's not. It's it was right. Yuletide. Okay, I it think Yuletide. we're right. We Googled it. How many reindeer drive Santa's sleigh? It says nine. Dasher what? and Dancer and Prancer and Viction. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do we call them? It's nine. Reindeer. Nine. Eight and then Rudolph. So I just counted wrong? Yeah, same. Because I just, I named all the names. I also counted wrong. It's all fine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Next. Where are we at? Where did Mary and Joseph go after leaving Bethlehem? Egypt. Yes, we were right. We were right. Oh, which U.S. city banned Christmas in 1659? Boston. Boston. Thank you, Got to pick an old city. All right. Which store sold the first pre-lit Christmas trees? Target. That was right. Thank you, Internet. Okay. (laughs) Who was the king of Judea when Jesus was born? Herod. You were right. Which author wrote the book A Christmas Carol? Charles Dickens. That was an easy one. Thank you. What is the Chinese Santa Claus called? Dun Che Lao Rin. 
That's a good. You did good. That was good. I would not have guessed that. No, definitely would not have guessed that. <laughs> Who commissioned the first Christmas cards? Henry Cole. Definitely did not that? get that. I have no idea. Henry okay. Cole. Last one. Who originally sang Here Comes Santa Claus? Gene Autry. Gene Autry. Yep, definitely would have guessed that. I also don't that. know who that no is. No idea. All right. right. There's some Christmas trivia for you. Christmas trivia, everybody. I hope you all done better than we did. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So, for you, Savannah, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite part of the building up to the Christmas season? So, like, the next couple months, what's your favorite thing? The music and the decorating. (laughs) I do love those two things. What are yours? I I do. Like, just downtown, they already put up the Christmas wreaths (gasps) and the Christmas lights. And we were driving through last night, and I was like, I love the dark with Christmas lights. Like, it just... I don't know. It just starts with my belly and it just flows out of it's me. It's like Christmas inside me. Yeah. I love it. So I love the lights and the dark and the cold. I even like the cold better the when cold it's Christmas too. time. Same. I don't when like January it by gets, it's like February meh. or March, nope. but December and January, I'm pretty much like all for the cold. Agreed. And I like Christmas trees inside. They make your home so cozy. And they smell so good. And decorations over mantles and fireplaces and Christmas candles. I love Christmas time. <laughs> I love the music for sure. Yes. What is the most memorable gift you've ever gotten for Christmas? Mm. Most memorable gift? Well, the first one that came to mind was Jordan bought me this necklace that I'm wearing last year. And that's the sweetest thing I've ever gotten ever. Oh, that is a pretty necklace, um, and you wear it a lot. You. I wear so that's it a good one. every day. I don't know of anything. I remember Mom and Dad bought me a big life-size dollhouse when I was little. I remember that, and I remember playing in it all the time. Oh, I had a big giant dollhouse too. Yeah, My I grandfather made that was a good one. What's yours? I forgot about that dollhouse actually. That you mentioned it. I will say one of my favorites, and it wasn't that the gift was anything extravagant, but my little brother used to, dad would take him shopping like the week before Christmas and he would get presents and I was always the one he really wanted to shop for. So my gifts were always like very me, like spot on every year. But one year I opened mine and it was like (laughs) these bright blue pajama pants, okay? But I had this Carolina blanket that was really fuzzy and soft that I used to wrap up in every day, like when I was home, homeschooled through high school when he was little because I was always cold. Yeah. So I would be in the living room like wrapped up in this fuzzy blanket doing school. And so he knows how cold I am all the time. And he found these pajama pants that felt the same as my blanket. Aww. And they were covered in Dr. Seuss characters. And so, because <laughs> I love Dr. Seuss. How sweetest. <laughs> so it was just cute. It was like five-year-old little brother, you know, picked Aww. out pants because they felt just like my blanket. And they were Dr. Seuss. That's so, cool. like, it, yeah, it wasn't a big, and they were way too huge, but they had drawstring. They, both of them, Dad was like, he picked them out, and I was like, man, they only come in a medium and a large. These are going to swallow Alice. <laughs> He's like, so we checked, and the drawstring works, so you can just tie them real tight. Oh. I still have them, and I still tie them real tight. I love it. That's the sweetest. They're probably my favorite. But Matthew, yeah, he did it good every year. Like, he always cutie. had super sweet, thoughtful gifts. I love it. Yeah, so those are probably my favorite, as far as memorable goes. That's good, that's good. Now, what's your most frequently used Christmas gift or, like, the most practical gift you've ever been given? Like, later you were like, gosh, this just is so helpful. <laughs> I've got an Apple Watch one year, and I've been wearing it every day since. That's a good one. Um, I'm sure I got something like sheets or a vacuum or something one time. I don't know. Yeah. What's yours? Amazon Prime. Dad gets oh. it for us every year, and it's, like, just it keeps giving all year long. <laughs> I love Amazon. It is, yeah. That's good it's a That's great a good gift. Yeah. Yes. Super practical. Um, 
What's your tradition for Bible study during Christmas time? Do you do the same thing or do you switch it up? I last year I done a Advent story from Daily Grace. Uh-huh. I've been really bad. It says I'm not really been really good at doing Bible studies, so that's probably been the first time I've actually done something consistently. But I do love when we at the church. This is not personal, but the church always does the Advent, like ours last year done the yes. Advent, which I thought was really cool. I love the things like that where they light the candles and yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Growing up, mom always did an Advent book with us as kids, so mm-hmm. we always sat down every night as a family and did something. And there was this one series she got that each character's story is one year. So for five years in a row, you're like following the same group of kids, but the, each one's a different book, right? So it keeps going on for a long time. But they were like set in Bible times when Jesus was born, but it's like a kid's story around Bethlehem and events that were going on. So it's most of it's fiction, but it's so good. And oh. those were like the best. So anyway, mom got me into Advent studies really young. So as an adult, that. I still look for new Bible studies. Last year I did Well-Watered Women's. It was really good. Um, this year I got Ruth Cho Simmons study. She oh, made, yeah. she you paints like beautiful looking. flowers. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I'm excited about hers just because the book's so pretty. But I haven't done it yet, so that's, that's the plan this year. But yeah, that's good. That's good. I like doing something different. It just I haven't picked anything, but I feel like it makes it changes my tone a little yeah. bit for the month of December. I haven't picked anything. I need to find me something. I'm, I'm getting close. Well, Watered Women has another new one this year, and oh, theirs last year one. was spectacular. If you want to look at the new one, or you can look at my old one and do it from last year. Okay. <laughs> Either one. We'll look into that. What's your favorite tradition that your parents put into place? That you still think is really sweet? Um, I wouldn't say it's super sweet, but <clears throat> we get... Well, one, we used to go to the candlelight service every Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm, we did, too. And I love that. And um, another thing that's not completely, like, around the Christmas story, but Christmas tradition, we would wake up at, like, 7 every morning, and we would, um, at Mom and Dad's, and we would open presents around the tree and all that stuff, and we still do it to this day. Mm. And then we go to my nanny's afterwards and we eat breakfast. That's fun. But for the longest time, they would still have cookies and milk out even after Seth and I knew um, <laughs> yeah. things changed. And um, so Santa would still come to our house. And even now, sometimes we'll get from Santa Claus on our gifts. <laughs> yeah. What's my yours? mom did that for a long time. Yeah. I think it literally stopped a few years ago. We all kind of had a change of heart. Like, we were very big into Santa when I was little. And then I was the kid that mom told about Santa, and I lost it on her. Like, I was so mad. And then I'm like, what about the tooth fairy? The Easter Bunny? And she's like, um, those aren't real either. <laughs> and she just, like, was just stunned. And I was angry at her for lying to me. I was crying. I mean, it was all the emotions. I was serious. Yes. Because I was older, and my kids, had, like, my friends had told me, Santa's not real. And I'm like, no, because my parents would never lie to me. Mm-hmm. So I felt personally betrayed that it's they true. did all that it's and true. made up such a big deal with the cookies mm-hmm. and, the, I mean, and the I, tooth fairy yeah. and all the things. And so then mom was like, I didn't even feel like it was worth it. And now that you feel this way, it's really not worth it. So then right. when they adopted my little brother, it was mm-hmm. 10 years later and mom's like, we're not going to do this again. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to go into it rolling that like santa is a thing that some kids believe in we're not going to ruin the fun for them right but like jesus is first right yeah because i didn't i didn't say next is god real but some kids do that they start going through the list like is the easter bunny is the tooth what about jesus you know no way jesus is real so mom's like we're just not gonna play that game again i thought about that i thought about that because you want your kids to grow up 
more focused on Jesus at Christmas than Santa. Yeah. And I've thought about that a lot. I'm like, well, what am I going to do when I have kids? Like, right. I still want to have Santa, but and there's I want a, to... If you think about it, there's a lot of mystery to the Christmas story of Jesus, too. This mm-hmm. seems outlandish. Right. So then when you tell me that Santa that you've been telling me is real is outlandish. Which is everywhere. Santa's yeah. everywhere. Then, like, what do I believe about Jesus? Right. So, you know, it, like, right. it does create a very... Right iffy yeah. area give us your opinion guys so, yeah. how do you deal with your kids because i'm so torn. true so true also if you have kids please uh don't let them listen to this right right for real unless you don't care so whatever <laughs> so with matthew we like did it and then one year i remember he was little and he was like let's just pretend santa's real this year okay and we were like okay That's so we all let him enjoy it and then the next year he was like it's fine i don't have to pretend he's real anymore <laughs> so but with my sister's kids her and her husband are kind of doing the same thing mm-hmm. like we still have fun with Santa and all this stuff, but but they know that he's not really he's not real, real, and the presents come from mom and dad, and you need to be thankful to mom and dad and I show them gratitude because they're the ones that bought this for you. Our Christmas morning traditions have changed a little bit, like yeah. you were saying. It used to be all from Santa with the cookies and milk and stuff, right. and now there's still some, but it's just yeah. not as emphasized yeah. as much. One of my friends, um, one of my best friends in optometry school, she grew up and they would always read the Christmas story, either before Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, I can't remember. But um, I'm pretty sure to this day, her dad still reads the Christmas story. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I think that's really cool. I want to do that. We've done that a few years. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's hard with little kids to get all the way through. I think that's what we did last year. We got the Jesus Storybook Bible. Yeah. And we read that one, the Christmas story in that book last year. Which I think is good. we did, yeah. Yeah. For younger, like three-year-olds, they're not going to sit around for the yes. whole Christmas story. It's very long. Yeah. Jesus came. Jesus died. Jesus was born in a manger. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. My mom still gives us all a book every Christmas night wrapped under our pillow, and that's still my favorite tradition. Oh, I love that. A, I love books, but it's also fun when you know the day's over and you have to go to sleep. There's still one more thing, so it's just I fun. I love it. That's cute. And we all love books, so we were all really excited about the last present anyway. <laughs> I love it. Like, yes, we're getting a book now. I'm getting a book. <laughs> So it's good. Um, what's your favorite gift you've ever given somebody? Mm. Um, when I was little, I used to make gifts. Mm-hmm. And I remember making my grandmother, my nanny, um, a big shadow box. And I had a picture of me and her in there. I may have been like in high school. I don't remember. I wasn't very little, I guess. I had like a picture of us and like words and like Bible verses. Like, you know, mm-hmm. probably something like that. Super sweet. Yeah, probably, probably that. I'm sure there's other stuff I've gotten that I thought was really cool. Like, I've gotten Dad some really cool stuff, but I don't know. I know. I had a hard time, like, picking one. Yeah. The one I enjoyed making the most. Mm -hmm. I made a felt embroidered quiet book for one of my nieces who was in foster care that has now moved on to a different home. Um, But I made one for her, and then I made one for my niece that is adopted by my sister that's still with, with us. But they were one of them was shaped like a tree house and it was just really cool and the whole inside of the house like her headboard was a leaf like it was really cool it was Aww. all outdoor themed and then the other one was a princess themed so it was all like castle like and it was just it was fun to make them they took forever but it was fun it was fun so they're probably my favorite but i love it i know i'm, I'm like you i know i've got other stuff that i like too yeah i just, I just can't, think of them. I can't think of them so back to Jesus side of Christmas, what is the mis- most bizarre aspect of the Christmas story to you? Like, what have you always been like? This is just that he was born crazy. around animal crap. <laughs> the manger, yeah. yeah. The manger sounds better. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, like born. In I think that's bizarre, but I also think it's crazy. outside around. Yeah, I think it's animals. crazy that there was a star, and they literally followed a star. Yeah, that's insane. Like to think about it, you're like, 
I would not follow a star, but I mean, I did have angels and say, hey, yo, go follow a star. But you know, what's yours? I think that's part of it. The f- like the fact that God orchestrated, he orchestrated who he was going to communicate the birth to, mm-hmm. which is what I think is interesting. So he picked the people who were already watching stars to pop a new one up in the sky. But it obviously wasn't so huge that everyone was noticing it. Right. It was just some people who were already studying stars and right. noticed something new and different. Why they decided to follow it, I don't know. know. That's interesting. Then he sent angels to the shepherds in a very outgoing way. Like the wise men, it was almost like a very subtle, Subtle. I'm just going to throw a new star in the sky. The shepherds, it was very like a chorus of angels in the sky. That's a pretty big, right? But then he's hiding it from Herod. And then part of me is like, this is why it wasn't during a social media era. Yes. Because Herod would have found out. <laughs> anyway, it's just interesting later. to me. That's what I think about yeah. when I read it. I'm like, it's just, it's so interesting how he communicated to different people, but then it wasn't communicated to some people that would have put Jesus in danger. I don't yeah. know. It's just it's crazy. It's cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've always thought also bizarre that he told Mary several days before he told Joseph. Also I would have been sweating it that whole time like, with Joseph and him like wondering if he's going to stay with you or not. I would have not been sleeping. The anxiety would have been high. Like, oh, man, I would have been stressed out. Yes. Yes, same. Mm -hmm. And then days later for him to come to you and be like, okay, so the angel finally caught me up on what's going on. Yeah. (laughs) Finally talked to the angel. Let's do this. I believe you, I guess. All right, then. In the meantime, I would have been like, whew, I'm not going to make it. (laughs) I mean, could you imagine being like 13, 14, pregnant in that kind of time? No. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not going to have any future if you have a baby. No. So if this man doesn't marry you, you have nothing. And like, how are you going to raise a baby? Because you're a woman and women were looked at. Yeah. As women. Yeah, like you need to get married to be taken care of. Right. So if you can't get married, you're going to be homeless with a baby. But you know, God did it for a reason. That's he right. a 13, 14-year-old right. because of that. That's <laughs> true. It's crazy. But I, whew, man, I would have been nervous. What is your favorite Christmas season activity? Ooh. Drive around and look at Christmas lights. <laughs> I love to decorate the trees. Oh, me and too. I love, so we have a Christmas farm, and I mm-hmm. love to work at the Christmas farm, meet the families, see the families. We have a lot of people that come back. Mm-hmm. Where I was in optometry school, I wasn't here during a lot of it, so I didn't get to participate. Oh, yeah. But now that I'm back home, this is what my third year being back home, and um, I love to just meet with people, talk with people, Merry Christmas. You know, it's all about yeah. the season. I love that part. That's and fun. then, of course, decorate my tree and looking at Christmas lights. I just love, I just love all things Christmas. Yeah. I didn't know your family had a tree farm until this yeah, conversation. We do. Mm-hmm. It's not like a today big crazy one. It's like a choosing cut. Right there at my mom and dad's house. Oh, fun. Come see us. Yeah. Get a tree. <laughs> so you can, like, go inside, too, if you need anything, which is also nice. Yes. We have a little shed there with a heater. It's not heated building, so oh, it does yeah. get a little chilly. Yeah, it does. That's it good. It's a crazy. It's a family thing, and we love it. That's a fun activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I thought like decorating Christmas trees is my favorite, and decorating Christmas cookies. That's something my family does Christmas every hoodies? year. Cookies. Cookies. Oh, really big. Oh, I decorated Christmas cookies. Yeah, you house. did. You came last year. It's a whole thing. We, we have like a whole again. event. Okay, we will. I need to know in advance because I'm kind of getting married and I'm a little crazy. It is a little crazy. Would you rather be after you get back from your honeymoon, closer oh, to Christmas? That'd be fun. Ooh, yeah, after closer to Christmas. Okay, let's do that. We'll do a Saturday and have everybody Christmas cookies! Okay, I'm ready. What's the next one? <laughs> Favorite Christmas scent? Candles. Oh, pine. Fraser fir. 100%. Not even questionable. 100%. Fraser fir. Yeah, we actually agree on this one. That's 100%. Good. Yep. Ooh! <laughs> Fraser fir, balsam fir. They're my favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh, smell this one. Let me smell. I died the other day. Mm. It's good, yes, right? <laughs> I love it. Like, if you open my, my candle 
box, whatever it is, uh-huh. most of them are Christmas smells. And that's why I like Real Tree. Oh, 100%. because it just smells so good. Yes. Like you need it in your home. Yes. I On top it. of candles. You need that's both. It's like Christmas. Yes. It's like Christmas. Besides Jesus, that's like Christmas. It is. Yes. I think about Jesus when I smell a fir tree. <laughs> I do. Because he was, he would die on a tree. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's our next one? <laughs> I'll give you that connection. It's like, it's fine. Weirdo. <laughs> what about the Christmas story exposes how big and good, good God is to you? The fact that he, he put Jesus in a manger and he had all these people come to the manger and knew immediately who he was and they ran and told people. Mm, that's I think that's good. like the shepherds, like the lowly shepherds, went and told people about Jesus. Oh, that's part of my favorite. Yeah. And the big old scene with the angels glorifying God. I think that's, that's cool, cool too. too. Yeah, I think I don't I feel like it's it's the humility that he chose to come in mm-hmm. that resonates so much with people. But it also like God is so much bigger than us and so much more grand than we are. Mm-hmm. But he chose to not come to earth that way so we would feel separate from him, right? Mm-hmm. Or like separate from his glory. Like from being, yeah, from his glory, but also from being able to commune with him. Mm-hmm. So like instead he chose humility all the way so that none of us would feel like he's too good for us, yeah. right? right? That's what I think blows my mind now. Right. And he shows his goodness through his acts, but he comes in complete humility. Right. So inviting the shepherds and stuff, right. like how cool is that? That right. he picked the poor people to come see him picked a poor and girl. meet him. He picked a poor young girl to be the mother right. of his son. Also that we would feel like he's not too good for us. He wants right. to be with he us. Wants you know? us. He yeah. wants the lowliest of the low. And there's nothing that we couldn't do or our status couldn't be that he wouldn't pick us and love us anyway. Yeah. God is good. I mean, he's so good. So, and I sit there and I think of the whole story. The Christmas story, and you have all these, what we would assume is outlandish things that happen, mm-hmm. but they're so outlandish that they have to be real. Right. Like, you know, like, they're like, who would pick shepherds, one, they were, like, lowly in that time, and come to them in an army of angels, mm-hmm. and the shepherds would stop everything and go. So, it's just, it's just, and these wise men, these amazing men that were told about Jesus, well, by following the star... And they were so overwhelmed by the truth of who he was. They brought him gifts for a king, and they fled because they didn't want Herod to know. You know, it's just mm-hmm. amazing how God orchestrated it that you just can't not believe. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you, and I think it's cool being an adult because I'm almost rediscovering those things that you're saying every mm-hmm. year. Like, something different hits me. Because as a kid, you hear it so much, you don't even... You know, like I could have told you Jesus was born of a virgin mm-hmm. at a very young age. And I had no idea what a virgin was. Right. You know, like <laughs> there's so much of the context of the story that you don't get until you're an adult. And then you almost have to rediscover it. Like, right. wait, this is really magical. Even right. though I had it memorized years ago. Right. Now I actually know what these things mean. Or like when you learn about right. shepherds and how they were kind of outcasts mm-hmm. of community and cities anyway, because they were smelly and gross. Right. And people didn't really want to be around them. And yet that's who God sent a giant chorus of angels too like it's crazy it's like it just builds, things like that blow your mind it builds up your faith it makes you go back to that childhood like faith and it makes me giddy and excited inside yeah it really right. does christmas is like, my favorite <laughs> it's like god is is so big and so loving yeah. and you don't really get that as a kid you just hear the christmas stories and you mm-hmm. think about presents you know yeah but like i don't i didn't really get it 
and get it yeah. as a young age. <clears throat> and I think that's kind of like where, not, not that I'm dissing this at all, but like where I was grown or raised, like really looking toward Santa coming. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't wasn't facilitated in like Jesus is number one. Like he was, like they, they gave us that, but they also had Santa kind of not, yeah. not like beating against Jesus. Like, you know, like not winning out. But when you're a kid, you think of gifts. But it's almost like Jesus is number one yeah. throughout the year. But then in December, Santa's number one. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's right, almost yes. how it is. Right. Even though no adult literally said that. But that's almost how it feels. Yeah. You're getting gifts from this random fat man. Yeah, who must be awesome because he right. knows exactly what I want. It's true. And he's showing up. But really, it's your parents, <laughs> right. you know? Yep. It's true. Yep, yep. It's true. So last question. What this year would you like to do? To keep your heart on the joy of Christmas being around God's grace mm-hmm. and love for us and not on just the fun activities and presents and stuff. My favorite thing about Christmas is giving. Like, mm-hmm. I love the Christmas shoe boxes. I love um, to find families in need that need something. I love to just give money or give gifts or give time. I just love to give. I just love to give and let people realize that they are loved, they are seen, and that God continually is with them. I love to just give. Good. I love to give. Mm-hmm. Time, money, whatever. That's I think that's good. Yeah. And trying to keep that in the forefront of your brain so mm-hmm. you're always looking. Yeah. Is a good way to keep it yeah. off of stuff and on yeah. to, and that's to like my, how to spread God. That's like my favorite thing. Like I would love, instead of like giving like actual material gifts to like my family, is to give something to a family in need in lieu of my family as a gift. Like that that yeah. would be my, my number one thing is to give what I was going to give as my, to my family, to somebody else. Like, not that I'm not going to do both. Anyway, like, that's what I would love to do. Because mm-hmm. I like to make That's good. Happy. And I have to say, not to, like, put my parents on a pedestal, but mm-hmm. one year, just one year for Christmas, mm-hmm. they did that. They came to us, like, at a dinner, and they were like, okay, we decided this year, instead of giving gifts to everybody, mom's going to do stocking stuffers, and that's it. And I'm going to give you each the amount of money we spend on you, and I want you to pick one thing to give it to instead. So you have from now until Christmas to decide what you want to give to. And it was one of the best Christmases. Like, it stood out in my mind. I was maybe 13, 14, because Matthew was a few years old. Him and Mom ended up teaming up together. And she went through Samaritan's Purse's magazine they make, which is what you said you can give gifts and um to someone and they send you a certificate so that person can see what you gave to so you can like buy a goat for a family in Mexico or whatever oh, see, I love that. so her and Matthew he was little but they sat yeah. down in a catalog and she swiped through so he had pictures and he could pick and then I had some friends with like a local family that was struggling and so I talked to dad and he was figuring out how to like get them an anonymous yes, gift in the mailbox I love it so we figured out how it. to do that together like it was like, fun oh, and we yeah. all got crafty and like creative and I don't remember Christmas morning being mm-hmm. any less right. special that you know, makes me, that makes me. But it was of, so oh, cool, so good. That's so, so good. It's just an idea. Since you just said that for it. future with kids, every it's time fun I every think of that. I don't now know and why. then, to it just is. do that. It is. That's a really good, especially because you're teaching your kids one generosity and grace mm-hmm. and like how to show people Jesus. Not you're basically here to serve and love others, but it's also just fun. It it's is. fun, and that makes me think of this Christmas story. I always think about what was that little boy in the in the Christmas story. <clears throat> I can't remember, but um, in the Christmas story, when um, they were going, the little drummer boy. No, no, not like not like a Christmas story, but like the actual Christmas story, like with Charles Dickens. So, oh, um, the Christmas Carol. Yeah, Christmas Carol. Thank you. With um, what's his name? The little boy that the little boy that can't walk well. Yeah, but so 
I don't remember which um, angel it was, like angel of death or oh, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. But they go around and they're seeing through the window that the little the family is in need. Yeah. And they need help. They and then when um, Scrooge is um, heart finally changes. He wants to go give back, and he goes yes. and gives to the family. That's my favorite part of the Christmas Carol. Obviously, yeah. it's everybody's favorite part, but like, it's I just so love good. It. I love mm-hmm. it, and I mean, it makes you realize that that's what Christmas is really about. Yeah, giving like Jesus gave, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and being able to surprise somebody with something yes. they didn't see coming is love like it. the best. Yeah, because we don't need anything. It's true. There's so many people that do. Mm-hmm. You know, so true. It's true. So What's true. yours? I don't even know. I don't even know if I asked you. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> what were we? Oh, to keep your heart on. Um, this year, I feel like just the past couple months, I've been so rushed and my time yeah. with God has been rushed. Yeah. So I'm trying to finish up some jobs right now so that I can slow down for the next month mm-hmm. and a half and try to spend more time in prayer and stuff. Cause I've been reading my Bible every morning, but it's like I read and then I have to put it away and go cause I have to be somewhere. And it's yeah. just like, I just haven't had enough time to sit with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So especially with starting the new Advent study, but also before then already this morning I started just like, I'm just trying to. Mm-hmm. slow down a little bit and just spend more time talking to God because that's what I miss is the communication with yeah. him that I just haven't been pouring enough time into so grateful for all the work I've had but I also yeah I'm looking forward to slowing down a little bit so I this Christmas that. season can be a little more focused just quiet time with me and God yeah. and less crushing and I think that's the big but I'm thing. also a bad Christmas ahead of time so I'm a little over halfway down right now I have a few more to get so that's my other thing to try to do ahead of time so that my time during Christmas is not like stressing about getting stuff. Yeah, not about anything. Yeah, like I'm so overwhelmed with like planning a wedding and I have like literally every single weekend is booked but like my oh. until my wedding. Yeah. And and then I have like literally one weekend before Christmas and And so like I feel like, like a Christmas wedding sounds really beautiful, but now you're talking about it and I'm like this sounds very stressful. No, <laughs> I'm really excited. It's going to be beautiful and it is a time of celebration, but yeah, it's overwhelming. But I, I'm the same. Like, God's like, you need to slow down. Even Jordan said last night, he's like, yes, you need to go and do all these things with your friends, but you've got to find time for yourself. Like, yeah. if you don't sit down and find time for yourself, like, you're not going, you're going to, like, overwork yourself. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's like, you need to get with God. Yeah. You need to sit there and enjoy the actual Christmas season. Enjoy the actual time of blessings that God's given you. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like, yeah, I agree. And we kind of talked about with the fall episode, like to just slow down and be still. Yeah. And I feel like that's just the whole holiday season is exciting and rushed, but you've got to find time to enjoy it by what God wants you to tap, by how God wants you to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Because what you just said, but in different words, is that the joy of this season comes from God himself. Yeah. So when we don't seek him or when we rush too much to do the things we think are fun, but we leave him out of it because we're not making space for him, mm-hmm. the joy can't be found. Right. And we've all done that. We've gone mm-hmm. to Christmas stuff that should have been fun and we left feeling drained. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. like feeling less than still or like something's missing. It's God. Like it's that's God. the one that we're leaving out. Right. And, the, and we can't do that. Right. And when you're overwhelmed with how much, God loves you and loves the season and loves to share his story, um, share the Christmas story. You're overwhelmed with that joy and you, and it's contagious. Like yeah. everybody feels it. And like you were overwhelmed with the spirit of Christmas mm. when you aren't crazy. It's true. It's true. Easier said I want to be overwhelmed with the spirit of Christmas. That sounds delightful. It does. <laughs> overwhelmed with the spirit of Christmas and love and joy and mess. Woo! Okay. Woo. And on that note. 
We hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas Merry season. Christmas, everyone! Because of Christmas and Savannah's wedding and all the things we just talked about, this is the last episode of the year. Yes. But we'll come back in January with some new content, some new ideas. We're excited about that, but right now, we got to rest. Life so crazy. Everyone enjoy your time with your family and with Jesus and enjoy the Christmas season and make yes. sure you take time to slow down and rest and seek God. For sure. It's the best time of the year. It is our favorite time of the year. We do hope to best be you guys. And we'll see you in the new year. Bye, guys. Bye.